Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode one of The Parliament, a brand and marketing podcast. Come along with me. I'll show you. It's called The Parliament because it's brought to you by Night Owl Media, which is me, David Potts. And if you didn't know, a parliament of owls is, uh, that's what you call a group of owls, is a parliament, because of their their wise disposition in, uh, in mythology. In Greek mythology, the owl represents Athena, the goddess of wisdom. So, a little bit of knowledge to start off the first uh, episode of the parliament and i suppose that's fitting because i have lots of obscure little bits of knowledge that i will spew out at you from time to time but essentially this is about your brand and marketing in the 21st century so would i call myself an expert not necessarily that would be a bit of a stretch but uh, it's it's tough to call anybody an, an expert in a time like this when everything's moving so continually and consistently and drastically really it's all changing quite rapidly so i i keep up as best i can and uh, and i know more than most uh, uh, pedestrians to marketing i suppose so so yeah and i like to talk about it and i have a little company called night owl media that uh, that does that sort of thing so hopefully what i can offer to you will be relevant and you'll get something out of it I also do some live videos on Facebook. Um, my, I might as well get the tags out there too. So on Facebook, it's the Night Owl Media, no spaces, no capitals. On Twitter, it's at Night Owl Media Road with capitals. So uh, capital N for Night Owl Media and Road. Uh, so RD, uh, Night Owl Media RD on uh, Twitter. On Pinterest, I am Night Owl Works with capitals. And on LinkedIn, it's uh, David Potts is me. And connect with my business page at Night Owl Media as well. So let's let's get into episode one. Um, podcasts can be a few different kinds of things, I guess you could say. Uh, they can be live broadcasts. They can be video. They can be audio. Um, but this one here is not live. Um, I'm I'm going to present you with small collections of sound bites and clips and things that happened during my week or the last couple weeks, and I will present those with my own commentary like this. So I'm introducing some clips from my most recent uh, Facebook Live broadcast for this first episode. It's it's fairly simple, but I'm hoping to mix it up a little bit more in the future with a few interviews and maybe some featured speakers, um, wh whatever I can do to keep things interesting and rolling with uh, a momentum that keeps people excited. So the CFIB is the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't write the acronym down. But uh, it's basically uh, an organization that works for small to medium-sized businesses. And they, uh, it's, 
there's lots of ways it helps you. They keep you informed about legislation and programs for small business, uh, what's going on in the news. So they're talking about the budget right now and how it helps or hurts small business, depending on what aspects of it you're, you're uh, looking at. Um, and they also, they, they work to, they use the numbers that they have to create volume discounts on, on relevant products and services that you might use like credit card processing and insurance and group benefits and, you know, things like that. Things that are, are generally useful to the small business crowd. Um, I'm a member. It's, it's, uh, I think it's $30 a month or you can pay like 300 bucks a year. But uh, they, if, if you use it, again, it's, it's just like anything I say, uh, any tool, any, any strategy. It's about using, using the tools. You know, it, it doesn't make any sense to have something if you're not going to use it. So 300 bucks a year, you can, you can save more than that in the long run by using the services that they have. And even voicing, um, so they, they send out polls and emails asking for people's opinions on um, upcoming legislation or issues facing small businesses or, or just things in general so that they know how to, how to approach government um, on behalf of us, small businesses. Um, and, and, just, and, and they have a real effect. So that $14 an hour minimum wage, uh, they really fought against that. Obviously, it's it's in place, but the, it was supposed to go up to $15 and it didn't. And, uh, it, it's hard to say if CFIB per, in particular did that, but, uh, they, they applied a lot of pressure and that certainly helped. So, so many different ways that they can help you and so many different avenues that they give you to get involved if you want to. So I, I would suggest everybody go do it. Obviously I wouldn't, um, tell big corporations to do it. It's for small businesses. Um, but, but they reach out in all kinds of ways. So CFIB, the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, uh, the local rep around here is Matt Couture, Matthew Couture. Um, if I, you know, I can, uh, connect you with him. I, I it shouldn't be hard to connect with him or the CFIB in general. Uh, but if, if you want his contact info, let me know and, and I'll, uh, give that to you. He's a great guy, by the way, he works hard. Uh, it's a big region that he works in, but, uh, it's not hard to get rolling. He'll get you rolling in no time and, and he'll let you know how you can use them and, and how it can help you. So I would, I would do that. Anybody who can, you know, squeeze that into the budget. It's not a lot of money. I, I do the $30 a month. And uh, yeah, all of those fees and stuff add up, but the idea is that it, it helps business, right? It helps my business and I'm doing okay. So um, you just keep track. And if you stop using these things, then don't pay for it. You know, uh, if there are certain tools that you thought was going to be awesome and maybe it is awesome, but you just, you know, things pile up and you don't have time to use it, put it on the back burner for a little bit, stop paying for it. And, uh, and you know, use what you have. Number two is websites. It seems like everybody wants a website. Why are websites important though? That's the conversation. There are a number of reasons why it's important to have one. It's, uh, it's your HQ, it's your headquarters and, and you own it. 
So everything else you don't necessarily own. If Facebook went down or if Medium went down, you know, if, if anything happened to those networks that you don't own, uh, all your stuff might be gone. I don't know if you download your content or if you could afterwards. Um, but, you know, in, in the case of something that you don't own being disrupted somehow, or, or say they do something reprehensible that you don't even, you, you don't like, you don't want to subscribe to them anymore. You, you just want to be off of that platform. That's happened a lot recently, right? So you, you kind of want, so here's, here's how a website should work. Ideally, it, it's a little tough to explain, but I'm going to do my best. So content is is on the website. So the website is the content's home, the, uh, the pillars of your content. So you, you publish the big chunks of content on the website, and then you use that content to generate content for social media, right? Or yeah, you just, it, it's like a, think of it, think of it like a, like a chain almost. It, so when I was talking about recycling content, that's, that's what I mean. So if you write a big piece about one subject, you can take little chunks of it and, and spread it out amongst the social platforms. So in that way, when I'm saying those platforms aren't yours, those are just little pieces of the content that are directed back to the website where the main source of content is, which is yours. You know, you can keep it up there forever. You can take it down. Uh, and you, it's a lot easier to, uh, to get all of your content off of there if you want to. So you own it and it becomes the catalyst for all of your engagement afterwards. If, if you're doing it right, it's also, so that's, that's my reason. Number one, reason number two is just the kind of professionalism of it. You know, you can send somebody to the website um, with email addresses. One thing I always notice, always notice, is when a business owner has a, a Gmail address or a Hotmail address, you know, anything like that, it tells me that they probably don't have a website. And if they do have a website, then, you know, that's, that's one of the coolest things about having your own website, right? I have lots of email addresses and it's, uh, you know, david at nightowlmedia.com. All of my websites have email addresses attached to them so that if I'm, if I'm communicating on, in be, on behalf of that business, I can use the email address and it just looks better, right? Doesn't it? I think so. Um, you know, and there are other ways of getting those. You can buy custom email addresses and, but, uh, having the website's the easiest way to do it. And if you do it yourself, building a website doesn't have to be really expensive. These, these kind of designer pop-up business builders like Wix and, uh, I can't even think of a bunch of them right now, but, uh, there are a bunch of them. It ends up being kind of expensive because you pay kind of a big fee per month. And the way normal, uh, website building would work is, is you buy fairly cheap hosting, maybe like a hundred dollars a year. You can, you can pay more for better hosting, but starter hosting is even cheaper than that. Maybe even 50 a year, you can get really good deals. And, uh, and then WordPress is free and you, you would buy a theme. You don't want to buy a, use a, a, like a cheap free, cheap looking free theme. You want uh, something, something good. So I, 
because that's what I do. I've invested in, in premium themes that I can use. But, you know, one of those themes would cost you maybe $100, uh, maybe even a little bit less. But, you know, 100 bucks for a theme, 100 bucks for a year of hosting. The domain itself costs you like uh, 10 to $15, depending on where you are and uh, what you're doing. Uh, like what your suffix is, uh, .com, .org, .ca, they all have a kind of a different price attached. And if you want, if you stumble upon uh, a really, um, like a popular, so the, the more simple it is, it's either going to be taken or it's going to be expensive. So sometimes you'll see like a $10,000 price tag on like, you know, videogames.com because somebody bought it and they know lots of people would want that domain. So anyway, that's beyond uh, the basics. Uh, so, you know, you get a custom email address, you own it. It's fairly cheap if you do it yourself, even if you get somebody to build it for you. It's, you know, it's that one-time fee, but you're not, you're not paying Wix 70 bucks a month for the lifetime of your website, which would probably go up. And, you know, there's little bits and pieces that would cost money. And I, I don't know, they, they look fairly good. They're, they're basic. They're, you know, they're not the most complex websites, but they do look good and clean, but you can do that yourself with WordPress. But I, I wanted to plant the seed in, in your heads that a website is a good thing. Um, that is almost everything that I wanted to talk about. So CFIB and go check it out. And if you are super interested in it, uh, either get in touch with Matthew Couture on your own or ask me and I'll uh, pass his info along because it's great. That about wraps it up for episode one of The Parliament, a brand and marketing podcast brought to you by Night Owl Media and myself, David Potts. For anybody who is listening, I thank you for tuning in and I look forward to speaking to you again on episode two of The Parliament, a brand and marketing podcast. Peace out. Take care, everybody. This is only the beginning.